Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Who in your house is the uh, backseat driver? Is it you, Lucky? Is it Adrian? Is it the boys? Well, I would probably be the more guilty of that. Certainly not the boys. I mean, if they're driving anything in the backseat, it's Mario Kart. (laughs) Yeah, they're a little young. And I ask about the boys because when people were asked, uh, many say that the teenage uh, children are backseat drivers, which Mm. I found really surprising because, yeah, just like your boys, you think their heads would be down into their phones and maybe, seeing nothing that's around them. Maybe it's when they're learning to drive and they're pointing out the mistakes that you make. Right. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good point. One hand on the wheel. Like if you had to go back for your license, like oh. say you just got called and, and you have to go to moral. No time to read the book again or anything. I think I'd fail. I'd, I'd probably have so many bad habits, right. you know. Well, I'd be driving an entire you know, day like you're going through a speed trap, you know, when all oh, of a yeah. sudden we go to 10 and 2 <laughs> yeah, yeah. and go yeah. to the speed limit. Why is it, too, I think, just thinking of that, why is it when uh, any police car is around us, say we're stopped at an intersection and a, a, a police car pulls up beside us, we immediately go fidget with the radio? Like, only innocent people play with the radio, of course. <laughs> or, you know, a guilty person would never, never have the time to be playing with the radio. Like, don't look over. Oh, we try to look so busy, you know. Oh, yeah, just checking my... Just yes. Well, that's sure. not the phone. It's, it's because we want to say it's not the phone. Right. It's the radio yeah. we're fidgeting with. <laughs> uh, people do say, though, even though some teenagers are backseat drivers, by far, our spouses or uh, partners are, right. are the... Uh, the backseat driver and it's it's just because if both of you drive when you drive yourself you're always fine but the, the minute somebody else is driving i'll say to maria all the time how i'm actually able to get out of the house and drive to and from work and around during the day without having you save my life constantly in the passenger seat <laughs> because obviously i should be dead by now from a car accident because when she's the passenger all of a sudden the whole world is coming in around us <laughs> Every time I'm backing up, all of a sudden a musical is going down the street. <laughs> and I will admit, there have been times, like I'll be, you know, we'll be backing out. And I have to literally now think, if we're in a parking lot, I'll do my normal little, you know, shoulder checks and make sure there's nobody behind me and I'll do my thing. When I've got Maria in the passenger seat, I gotta, I just got to be like overly aware. Oh, really? Because somehow, some way, the second I start backing up when she's in the car, there's an old woman with a cart right behind me. <laughs> just happens like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll be in an intersection and all of a sudden she'll do this. Ah! And she'll, right. Uh, and so I panic because I think I've missed something. Is there a baby? Yeah. In the middle of the intersection that I didn't see just lying no, there? No, I've had the, we've had that discussion in our car, too, about reactions to things. Yeah. You know, slow down. <laughs> huh. It's not a... No one wants to hear that when they're no. driving. No. You know, and when it's something you read on TMZ or something like that, yeah. and it doesn't really affect the drive. We're, we're, we're driving, and she'll go, huh, and I'll go, what? <laughs> and then I plowed into somebody. <laughs> So going into last night's game, Lucky, what did you think? What did your heart or head say about uh, the outcome of that game? I thought we were going to go into overtime. I thought oh, Price really? was going to play just unbelievable. And I thought that at the end, the Leafs would win, but it would be an OT. Yeah, go, well, no, going into the, into the game, I thought the Leafs were going to win, and I thought it would be in regulation. I thought they would actually have an easier time mm. uh, of the game, just because I thought they would have built momentum off of game two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, last minute, Felino being out kind of changed things a little bit. Um, just in terms of secondary scoring, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But 
Boy, William Nylander changed that in a hurry again. Certainly did. And uh, all of the detractors about him and his contract and being a Maple Leaf, uh, he's certainly answering for it now. The other thing I, uh, I'm i uh, catching on with is I'm starting to believe that Perry is a downright scumbag. I don't like him. <laughs> he, he's, he's a guy that's always kind of played in the dirty areas. He's mm. really around the front of the net, and that he's made a living doing that. Uh, and so, you know, there's the odd occasional bump and slash and cross-check here and there. I still don't think the, the play on Tavares was intentional. I do now. I think you let that knee hang <laughs> back. It completely. Oh, yeah, that's right. I will say last night, as much as I thought the Leafs were going to win going in, uh, in that first period when, when Carey Price dove across mm-hmm. and robbed Spezza out of midair with that uh, paddle of the stick, it was an unbelievable save. Then I started to think, uh oh, mm. this is uh, this has got the markings of a of a Carey Price stealing this one. And although he tried, I mean, it, what and the Canadians as well, I think they outshot Toronto like twenty to two in the third period or something like that. Uh, it, it was it was pretty one sided. But Jack Campbell stood his ground. Now this was a little rumor I heard over the weekend, and uh, uh, maybe you know uh, or have heard this, but that uh, Austin Matthews is pretty much determined to head back to Arizona next year. That his contract, I guess, is up at the end of the season. Is I haven't he, heard uh, that. He yeah, wants to be a coyote. Like to go win a cup for his uh, home state. Uh, you got to win one first. No, I know, but that that I didn't even know he was that far into his deal. How long has he been a Leaf now? Uh, I thought he'd resigned. I don't know. I'd have to check huh. on that. Yeah, I I just thought it was odd because it seemed to me that he was. Uh, and you would think of where all, did you hear this, Craig? Uh, I heard it online okay. or I read it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> While you're reading COVID numbers, I'm look at me now following yeah, your leaf news. You're looking for for contract. Yeah, when's he up? Uh, twenty twenty six. He's a leaf till twenty twenty six. Hang on, I gotta I gotta look at all here now. Come on, you should know uh, these things right off the top of your head. These well, are your boys. He got his cap okay, while you're eleven point well, six million, he signed uh, through twenty twenty four. Okay, so it was a lie. I was going to mention while you're looking it up, if you couldn't get to it quick enough, uh, one of the things happened uh, over the uh, weekend when I was watching hockey that, you know, once again told me why I hate the game or hate the people uh, in the game. There's some guy, I don't know who scored, some guy, one team, I don't know, whatever, they had a camera at his home for some reason and his kids were watching their dad play. Mm-hmm. He scored a goal and the daughter says, oh, look at daddy Selly. Look at dad Selly. I said, what the hell is a celly that I learned? <laughs> Celebration. <laughs> Does everything have to have a Y on it with, with the frat boy hockey guys? Or an IE. Oh, my gosh. Did, uh, did Doobie run to the phone after uh, Johnny got taken down to call oh, his come wife? Come on now. It, they're having fun. They're playing a kid's game. Yeah. Children can say Selly. A six-year-old. Not a 32-year-old growing man. Is this coming from Craigie who calls everybody Pally? Pally is not a last name. No. I, I, I call you... Listen, you're, as, you're lucky. Your whole life is lucky. You are so bred into that world. It's a, if anybody actually calls you Michael or Mike, do you oh, even respond? Yeah. I know I'm in deep. Like, does Adrian call you lucky? Are you just lucky even to Adrian? No. No. What does she call you? <laughs> a number of names that cannot be repeated. <laughs> well, outside of the Leafs winning, and of course all the talk is around playoff hockey, something else in sports happened that was pretty in- incredible over the weekend. And Phil Mickelson, the oldest 
man ever to win a major. Uh-huh. And everybody's loving him. The walk down 18 was uh, great, and everybody's screaming for him. And it seems to me it wasn't that long ago, and maybe I'm wrong. You'll correct me on this, but wasn't he like one of the most hated guys in golf? Or disliked for his, I don't know what, his personality or something that he rubbed people the wrong way. Yeah, and kind of a, you know, the rivalry with Tiger mm. in, the, in the early 2000s. I think the rebirth of Phil Mickelson has really come a lot from his online content mm. uh, in Twitter and Instagram where he, he posts a lot. He does something called Fireside with Phil where he chats with other golfers and, mm. uh, and then uh, and a lot of tips online about, you know, chipping in the golf game and, and uh, building his calves to, to hit bombs. And, and, and the guy can, you know, at 50 years old, yeah. right, uh, is playing with Brooks Kepka, who's known as one of the big hitters of the game. And he's had a knee surgery recently. Mm. Might have slowed him down a bit. But, you know, I think it was the 15th or 16th hole. Kepka throws one out there 361 yards. <laughs> and Phil blows it by five yards past. Crazy, right? right? And it's funny because on, uh, I think it was Instagram last night or Twitter, uh, someone had posted, you know, like 50-year-old Phil Mickelson, you know, th- that exact thing, put it five yards past Brooks Kepka to hit it 366. And and Phil responded with, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I think people are starting yeah, to really like Phil now. I think so. I mean, all, all I mostly remember of him is that he, uh, he was uh, solving his aches and pains with some, he had a commercial that was always running where he's right. talking about how he, he's taking some meds that... Uh, it worked with his aches and pains. I just don't know how he golfs in that he dressed in black all the time. It, it's it's uh, it's too much. It's be moisture wicking. I guess so. And I do remember a couple of years ago, didn't he have a in some tournament? He ended up hitting the ball onto like a a, a patio deck or oh, something. He's done it twice. He, oh, really? Yeah, it, uh, yeah. done it in L.A. Right yeah. at Riviera it's a couple of times now, and and, and that's I, I think what you know people the, the love or hate with Phil Mickelson is the fact that he. He'll play the game his way, yeah. right? And and he doesn't play it perfectly. Right. Like he certainly makes his share of mistakes. And, boy, you saw balls into the water and, and uh, you know, just the start of that round on, on Sunday where they were flipping back and forth with double bogeys and triple bogeys made. And you think, it's a course that made them look regular for a moment. Uh, and, and Phil has always been one where, you know, he seems to be very personal with the cameras mm-hmm. now, although he wasn't very happy about a drone on on Saturday, that was oh, out. Really? You know, it was it was uh, the PGA has been using drones as part of their their camera work now. And there was one in his line of of sight mm. as he was going to play. It's like, can we not get that out of here? Yeah, maybe just with age too. He's you know he's relaxing, mellowed. mellowed yeah. The other thing about watching golf tournaments like that that I realize uh, bothers me is that I just see how the other half live. Mm. You know, if I'm blind to things, it's like when you watch the the Masters and you see those homes around Augusta. Yeah. All I can think of is, well, I'll never have that. Well, and I'm I was caught looking, you know, these houses on the edge of Kiowa Island yeah. overlooking the golf course yeah. and then the ocean. Yeah. You think, my goodness. And for many of us, you know, as you know, we were looking at that going, wow, wouldn't it be nice just to be able to stand around a golf course? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you look at that crowd on 18 and think, how the hell is that happening? No, well, that's America. Everything is wide open. If you saw SNL on Saturday night, their season finale, uh, they had a full house for the first time since the uh, the pandemic. And you mentioned the rivalry between Tiger and Phil. Have we heard any word on where Tiger is in his uh, healing? Uh, I saw he was on crutches at uh, one of his son's uh, soccer game or something like that on, on the weekend. Mm. So, he, But it's still... 
you know, had the leg all wrapped up sure. and, and, and on crutches, and he had taken a picture with a, a young boy who was battling cancer who just said, you know, stick with it. And uh, So, yeah, I think he's a long way off still. Obviously not driving. No. <laughs> Good. The average person thinks that if you drop them in the middle of nowhere, they could survive in the wilderness for 16 days. 16 days. Days? <laughs> oh, Minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have a cell phone with you? No, I don't know what you get. Uh, now, they say I, they can survive, uh, but not comfortably, uh, obviously. Uh, they mo- most of them believe that if they could just find water and not freeze to death, they could make it. But the not freezing part might be tough because most of us can't start a fire with with even just a flint. I've been watching uh, with the boys a couple episodes of that Running Wild with Bear Grylls. Mm. And I mean, I know it's all set up, right? They've got like, you know, teams of cameras yeah, ahead sure. and, and like he's got teams to help them with all the safety rigging and that, this and that. Yeah. But then they come across, you know, they've got to catch something to eat. Mm. And the other day I was watching one, he had... Uh, um, you know the guy from uh, uh, one of the, the Marvel movies, and uh, and they like they found a rat and basically caught it, snapped its neck, and then skinned it oh. and put that into a stew. What kind of shows are you watching? I know, but li- there's no way I could do any <laughs> of this stuff. And they ate it. <laughs> they ate it. Oh, that's the protein they needed to keep going. You could stick me in the, in the wild with a bag of Oreos and <laughs> and nature bars, everything I needed, and I still wouldn't be able to survive. Oh. Most people wouldn't be able to survive 16 minutes after their phone battery died. I can't survive in the wilderness camping. Right. With a tent, food, fire, mattress, none of it. I, I can't. Wilderness. I, I can't survive with the mosquitoes off the fairway. <laughs> the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine right now I'm being stuck in that? Tad fragile. <laughs> no, no allergy medication for the pollen. Yeah, what that's are you right. going to do? These same people who claim that they could last 16 <laughs> days also, when when pushed, couldn't tell which plants and berries were edible. <laughs> <laughs> Two thirds of them didn't know what poison ivy looked oh like. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'd be dead in a heartbeat. I know. We just really, uh, we really don't understand. Talk ourselves. about over sixteen days. Yeah. Talk about overestimating. Like when you think about it, you know, when, when you're stuck in any kind of situation that's you know scary or concerning, time does have a habit of of slowing down, too, right? Right. And and so all of a sudden, like. You say 16 days. All right, 16 days. But think about, like, day three or four with nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you've gone through nights and days. Yeah. You've had nothing really to eat. Like, I'm concerned about starving to death right now, and I know I'm going to eat in about two hours. <laughs> but I'm worried I won't get there. Well, we might be slowly coming out of this pandemic and looking to the future because Walmart claims that they've sold twice as many Alarm clocks last month, <laughs> really, compared to a year ago. So I guess people are finally thinking, "Well, I'm going to have to get up and get my arse out of bed and go to work again." Wow! At some point. Although I did hear this morning that there, the the stats show there are a lot of people who are thinking of maybe quitting their job. That's such BS. At the end of all of this, it's such BS. And I think there's probably a lot of people who are looking at it saying, "Well, I'd like to change my job yeah. or get one." Right. But 
you know, for people to say, oh, and we have heard too that there there is that threat that people don't want to go back into the office and would rather quit than so get ridiculous. called back in. You're an adult. Get out of bed and go to work. This whole thing now of, oh, I just like to be at home. It's the freedom. Guess what? As an adult, there is no freedom. Go to work, pay your bills, hope to uh, retire comfortably for a few years before you die. That's it. Oh, my God. We are so soft. It makes me sick. When I hear people say, I just don't want to go back to the office. Well, we don't want to pay you anymore. Right. How about that? (laughs) Oh, you just want to stay home. Why? Oh, I know why. Because you've gotten used now to being able to slip out and go to the grocery store whenever you want. Go for a walk whenever you want. Go get your uh, your your laundry. Uh, Go grab a, a little meal here somewhere. Pick it up to bring it home. That's not how the deal works. Somebody pays you to work. And the people who say they're more productive at home, all BS. <laughs> Complete and utter BS. It's one big lie to try to come up with a way to never have to go into the office again. It's absolute BS. I don't believe it for a second. Oh, I just feel so much more comfortable. Shut up. <laughs> There's no comfort in life. You're not supposed to just feel comfortable all the time. Glad, glad you're so rested after a long weekend. <laughs> but it's it's just such an example of how we are. Oh, you yeah. know. Right. Oh, I just I just I can't. My my children, they need me to hover a little more now. Well, and listen, I I think I think the break thing is interesting because you're I think you're right. People are taking more advantage oh, of their breaks. Of course they are. Uh, to the point where they weren't doing it before, right? right. Yeah, because if, you, you know, if you're not around, you know, most of us commute into work mm. uh, and and whatnot. You're not necessarily, you know, have your running around to do right around where your office is. Mm. So you just work through your breaks or work through your lunch and eat it at your desk. You know, whereas, you know, working from home, people are probably going, well, wait a minute. I don't mind having a, a, a couple of minutes away from my desk and getting up and wandering around a bit. It's, it's the old saying of, well, the cat's away, the mouse will play. Right. We, we, so many people who have been working from home have figured out that they can play a lot more, and they don't want to give that up. Oh, and, you know, but that being said, they might be playing more, but they, you know, could likely still be getting their work done. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Let's face it, for the longest part of this pandemic, when everything was shut down, you might have been working from home, but what work were you really doing when all your customers and everybody that you did business with wasn't working? We like the idea that we can be in our Uggs all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I tell you right now, if I and, and maybe it's because we've worked this whole thing through that it drives me crazy. Maybe it's a little based in jealousy. I don't know. But if I was a manager, if I owned a business, when this was all said and done, if I had an employee go, I'd rather stay home three days a week, I'd say you're fired. See ya. See ya. No. I pay you a salary. I pay into your benefits and your pension plan. Get your arse in the office. (laughs) Bye-bye. You're gone. (laughs) Hey, you want to spend more time in the park? You have all the time Uh, you want now because you're fired. You might be living it. I'll hire someone who actually wants to come to work like a real growing up person. Luggage sales way up. I guess we all want to go on vacation, so we're getting ready for that. This is all stuff at Walmart. Before I went off on that tangent. Right, yes. Alarm alarm clocks. clocks. And luggage? And luggage. Yeah, I guess we're getting ready for vacations again. Okay. Uh, Teeth whitening strips and beauty products. Uh, That's for the Zoom calls. 
Yeah, yeah, perhaps, yeah. And sales of party supplies have doubled. Huh. I guess we're getting ready to... Everyone gearing up. Gearing up, getting ready. Well, I mean, listen, the the weekend was a great example. When you get a a nice weekend and a a few restrictions lifted, all of a sudden, gloves are off. Everyone's Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Car shows and fireworks displays, the beaches. When you see the garbage that was left behind at the beaches, it really is ridiculous. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, for both men and women, razors and other shaving-related products are up. I guess it's because, yeah, we're thinking we're going to have to head back to work. I better yeah, clean or, myself up. Or you got to groom up for the, the dating scene back on. Uh. Well, and guess what else is way up in sales at uh, Walmart? Condoms and other sexual health <laughs> products for <laughs> Hump Fest 2021. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.